just when you thought it was safe to go onto iTunes. This is Next Level Guy. The only website that makes self-development as fun as going to the movies. It's time to take the red pill and escape the Matrix. Welcome to another episode of the Next Level Guy Show. Today's guest is RSD Max. Max is from rsdnation.com, and in this episode, we discuss how you can become a natural woman, pick up online dating, and how you can start your own journey of discovery, regardless of the current situation you're in. If you'd like 10% off at myprotein.com or onit.com, all you need to do is click on the links at the sidebar on the right-hand side of um, Next Level Guy, click through to their site, add your items to the basket, and when you come to the checkout, simply enter Next Level Guy, that's Next Level Guy in one word, at the voucher code section, and you will get 10% off any eligible items. Happy shopping. Now, let's get to the interview. Hi Max, how's things? Did the move go okay? Oh yeah, yeah, all good, all good. I mean, I'm sitting here, I still got all my shit around the fucking apartment but um it's going well yeah fucking gaming all day it's amazing I haven't had that. <laughs> is it cool if i swear by the way oh hell yeah or is it like, i'll be sweating don't worry about that like got it got it that's cool where's your accent from is that a irish I'm scottish. scottish i'm from the, um, the highlands of scotland sick that's sick man. i went to uh, i went to one of the workshops that julian did in glasgow yeah um and uh, brilliant absolutely loved it then we went to one in edinburgh Good shit. Actually, one of my best friends uh, lived in uh, Edinburgh for a time. Fucking Andre, if you know him. Don't recognize the name. Okay. Um, is he one of the helpers or is he on the main site? Um, no, he's um, he's a professional poker player, or used to be, and uh, he used to be my best friend, wingman, and so on and so forth. And um, uh, he moved to Edinburgh to do some fucking poker, and uh, he liked it a lot, actually. He got a girlfriend there. He was together with her for like a year or so. Anyways, um, I'm trying to meet this chick, um, so let's get started. Wait, let me text her real quick. I have WhatsApp on my... <laughs> the, ultimate, the ultimate player. <laughs> yeah. Doing an interview about pick-up and picking up women at the same time. I like it. Yeah, dude, uh, do you have WhatsApp on your um, on your, on your computer? I would recommend it. It's really good. Can you get it for the computer? Yeah, it's called WhatsApp Web, and it automatically synchronizes with your phone, and you can fucking write messages on there. It's a lot easier. First question then, um, how would you describe yourself to someone who's never heard of you? Uh, um, that's difficult, but uh, you know, um, since I'm, <laughs> I'm meeting a lot of people uh, right now, so I'm kind of used to it. I would say I teach uh, dating advice to men, but more and more women are tuning in actually. Also, lifestyle and personal development. I've been traveling the world for the last um, almost three years now. I've been doing two world tours within those three years, launched uh, several products, including uh, The Natural, which is uh, my latest product, which uh, made it on the uh, top list um, within the industry. Uh, That product uh, teaches men how to gain confidence, how to walk up to women, how to get their life handled, basically. And um, yeah, I recently just stopped traveling. I am still very active on YouTube. I have a YouTube channel on there. It's called RSD Max. Instagram, RSDMax, Facebook, RSDMax. I'm all about the social media right now. While at the same time, just trying to 
live up to my potential the fullest as possible. I uh, read a lot. I go to the gym a lot. Uh, I talk to a lot of strangers just operating outside my comfort zone. And, uh, yeah, life's fucking great. I originally found you through Real Social Dynamics. Can you explain who RSDR, um, what pickup it is, if somebody's completely new to the scene? Yeah, definitely. So RSD stands for Real Social Dynamics. We're basically a conglomerate of instructors, okay? So those are guys like me. We all travel the world. We have, like, our little own brands within, right? So the RSD brand is some sort of umbrella brand that goes above all our brands. And... Um, like I said, every instructor, I think we're seven instructors, uh, all in all, working with RSD, we're all traveling the world, and we're all having, like, you know, certain styles, right, certain ages, certain um, character traits that are uh, with us, so we have, you know, a colleague of mine, Todd, he's more, like, all about technique, and uh, he has a very structured approach, to uh, talking to girls, to how he talks to girls. Then we have Julian, who's a lot more into the personal development and kind of energy style. Uh, then we have uh, Tyler. Sorry, by the way, I'm getting all these messages in. <laughs> then we have Tyler. He's a little older, right? I'm a little younger. I have a more natural approach to this whole talking to girls thing. And, yeah, we all travel the world. We put out content on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, um, trying to help as many guys and girls as possible, uh, living life to the fullest and um, – I think that's it. If you want me to go into details, let me know. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, it certainly sounds like a great life. Um, so, I mean, how did you get into pickup? Was there a particular girl, a breakup? Was there something you just were interested in? Oh, yeah, so so the thing is, yeah, like uh, like you asked earlier, what is pickup, you know? I don't even like that term pickup or even game that much because, mm. you know, if you look that up on the Internet, it's like, you find a lot of bad things. <laughs> yeah, you it's a very CD yeah. thing attached to it. Yeah, yeah, like manipulating women or even lying to them and all this shit. Like I don't, I don't agree that a pickup is anything like that. There are there are pickup artists that do that, but I've never been a fan of that. So it's really like if you look at of at men, the way they grow up nowadays is not really well. You know, they grow up to be. Uh, conforming to social norms, they grow up to be, you know, getting a nine to five job, um, being way too nice to women, right? I'm not nothing wrong with being a gentleman, but they're too nice, right? They don't provide girls with the proper um, emotional adventures, right? They're just plain fucking boring, right? They don't have balls, figuratively, <laughs> and um, so what we're trying to do with pickup or with game, the way we at RSD teach it, is to Take an average guy and um, get him to do things that are outside of his comfort zone, right? Get him to do things that will make him a better man, but in general also a better person. Yes, that includes walking up to girls, talking to them, learning more about social dynamics, right? Trying to, you know, get in a relationship with them, trying to have a one-night stand, or whatever the fuck it is. It's a lot, it teaches you a lot about getting to know yourself better, but also getting to know people better, getting to know social dynamics better, learning more, um, getting yourself in a cool situation that you would have never thought that are possible. And eventually, you know, throughout your journey, you'll become hell of a lot more attractive with women. You'll become hell of a lot more social. Uh, many of our followers, which is something I definitely take pride in, uh, they build great freaking businesses. Uh, they get into spirituality, meditation. They get huge into health, nutrition. They uh, get amazing experiences with lots of girls or several or one 
very special girl only, right? So they meet the women of the, 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 the girl of their dreams and whatnot. So it's really like trying to take the average guy and throw him into an epic life that he would have never expected to ever get. I mean, that's why I really enjoyed your your material. It's not the routines, it's not the techniques, it's not, you know, you've got a problem and need to fix it. You were just making the listener a better person. You know, you just took them on this journey, you showed them how they could develop, how they could better themselves. So you've just released a product called The Natural. I'm really excited about it because it's the kind of pickup, for lack of a better word, that I'm interested in. Can you describe a bit more about it? Who's it for? What it involves? What you could, what you get for the program? Yeah, definitely. So it's basically creating something out of nothing, right? So imagine you're an average guy. You've had your fair share of success with women already. You have no success at all. But either way, you want to get better with women, right? You want to become a more attractive male. You want to become more social, right? So if you um, start with the natural, you'll basically be taken through several chapters of uh, social dynamics, right? Of like, okay, how do I talk to strangers? How do I keep the conversation going? How do I never run out of things to say? Um, what's society like? How do extremely attractive girls think and act? And how do am I supposed to act with that, right? And um, it kind of, whenever people hear natural game, right? It's, you know, all the natural game gurus, they say things like, oh, you know, just be yourself or just be cool. And, you know, while that might be helpful for some, some people, for many people who are starting out or who are lacking the foundations, they're like, well, okay, just be cool, I get it, but what do I say, right? Like, what do I, I don't, I don't even know how to start, right? So the natural takes you through all those foundations first. It actually gives you a little bit of technique, right? It gives you a more structured approach to the game, quote-unquote, if you will. And then throughout the program, it basically strips off all that structure and um, all that uh, technique, and it exposes your core. So it's not like you're being equipped with like pickup lines or like somebody else's game or whatever. But it basically gives you that structure in the beginning in order to take you through the ref to the ne through the necessary uh, reference experiences. And then once you got those reference experiences, will uh, systematically strip down all those things all those outside structures or techniques and will expose your very natural core. And at the end of the day, it's not your game that makes you attractive, but it's you, yourself. We're building, we're shaping your character, basically. And on top of that, it's, it's cool because it's not just like, you know, when you're at in the natural course, it's not just me talking about it, like, hey, do this, do that. No, it's actually backed up with hidden camera footage, right? So within the last two and a half years where I've been traveling, I've always had a cameraman by my side. And we recorded all my interactions, hidden camera, so you see the exact reactions of the girl. You see exactly what I'm thinking, what I'm saying. I'm breaking it down so you basically see the footage, and I'm commenting, right, like a commentator about it. And I said, okay, this is what I think right now. This is the structure, and so on and so forth. So you not only learn to understand social dynamics and to never run out of things to say and how to be physical, right, and how to take a girl home and how to be um, – get in a relationship with her or how to handle multiple relationships, if you will, you not only learn these things, but you also see me doing those exact same things, right? So you see those, um, those hidden camera clips yourself. So now you believe it. And on top of that, you know, I added a freaking ebook on that so you can read more shit about that. I, I used to be an avid writer. Uh, we put the whole ebook that I once wrote uh, two years ago in there as well. 
Um, you get access to a Facebook group, uh, which I'm on there, so you can actually go through the course. And if you have any more questions, right, uh, you're like, hey, I've had problems with this and that. Uh, I'll help you out. My team helps you out. There's uh, missions at the end of almost every video. So it's not just like learning and seeing it. So it's also like, hey, now go out and do exactly this, right? So I'm basically taking you by the hand, guiding you through the necessary reference experiences. And um, yeah, at the end of the day, your lift with your awesome character, with your shape personality, you'll have tons of girls, you'll have one special girl, whatever the fuck it is, you'll have many more friends, you'll have an epic lifestyle, and you know, it's a, a journey that you'll embark on for the rest of your life. I'm, I'm very excited about it already, I really want <laughs> to, uh, to already start, start undertaking this program already. <laughs> like... What do you, I mean, what do you consider the biggest, I don't want to say faults, the biggest problem that stops a lot of guys get the girl they want or get back into dating? Is there something you notice in a lot of your clients? Um, yeah, definitely. Um, it's simple. It's taking action. So I see, you know, like so many guys, the majority of their time, they're waiting. They're waiting and procrastinating. So they're like, oh, um, I'm not going to go out. I'm focusing on school right now. I'm focusing on business and so on and so forth, right? And they always find a new excuse why they shouldn't talk to that one girl. They shouldn't put themselves out there and approach a hot girl that they see walking down the street or in a club or in a bar, right? So it's really just like the lack of action taking. And if you dig deeper, it's because they're afraid, right? They're like, okay, what if I get rejected? Um, what if uh, she doesn't speak my language? What if I run out of things to say, right? So they're afraid, number one. Number two is, um, they don't know what to say. They don't know what to do, right? They're basically paralyzed because they don't have any structure. They don't know what to do. And um, the natural helps you with those kind of things. It gives you an exact guideline how to talk to girls, how to do your first couple approaches, how to do your 100th approach, right? Even if, you're, if you have been doing the game for like a year or fucking five years, whatever, it will help you, right? It will help you cope with your fear, and it will give you the provided structure for that. And... Uh, Many guys have excuses, too. They have excuses. They're like, she probably has a boyfriend. I'm probably not good enough, right? I'm too short. I'm too tall. I'm too young. I'm too old. I'm too fat. I'm not fat. Out. Whatever the hell it is, people have so many excuses, and I hear that all the time. And basically, the majority of my work is getting rid of people's excuses, getting rid of people's fears, and providing them with a structure. So, say for instance, somebody really feared rejection, it just paralyzed them every time they even thought about speaking to, you know, approaching a girl. How would somebody overcome, you know, develop the mental strength to overcome it and go for it? Is there a way they can, like, baby steps the first few interactions? Um, yeah, definitely. Now, obviously, there's a lot more depth to that, right? I could talk about this for, seriously, three hours, no problem. Um, but two things you said that are really important. The number uh, one thing is, um, will I think you mentioned willpower or mental strength or something like that. And um, the second one is uh, doing it step by step, right? Yeah, a lot, a lot of guys think, oh, I just had the balls to do it. You know, they already give them a reason why they can't do it rather than exactly. just doing it. Right, which brings us back to the excuses we, we mentioned before. But uh, the first thing about the willpower, what strikes me here is you can actually do a couple things on a daily basis that will increase your willpower like crazy within a week or two. Number one, sounds weird, sounds strange, take a cold shower. If you're really lacking willpower, if you take a cold shower every day instead of a nice, warm, steamy shower, you take a freaking cold shower. I'm not talking about 
10 seconds of cold and the rest is warm. No, I'm talking about a legit 1% shower, but everything with cold water. Because what's your body going to tell you? Once you turn on the cold water, it's going to tell you, don't do it, it's going to be massively uncomfortable, it's going to hurt, and so on and so forth. Basically, almost the same things that your mentality is going to tell you when you're about to approach a hot girl. Don't do it, it's going to be uncomfortable, you don't know what's coming, right, and so on and so forth. So if you train yourself taking a hot, uh, a cold shower every day, you will train your prefrontal cortex, which is the willpower center of your brain. Now, on top of that, um, what I did back in the days when I started out is I did something uncomfortable every day. I made it a rule to myself. I actually wrote a contract to myself, signed it, and I read it out every day to myself. You don't have to do it, but it helped me, right? So I basically lived by that mantra, you got to do one thing at least that's uncomfortable every day. And by doing it on, a, on such a regular basis, you just train that willpower muscle more and more. That could be talking to a girl every day. That's totally cool. That could also be, you know, if you're at university um, and you're in a big lecture hall with 200 people, ask a question, right? Ask a dumb question. Whenever you feel that little resistance, make it a rule that you got to do it. It's that freaking simple. And the second thing is that you mentioned baby stepping. Now, you can totally baby step yourself because we all know that, right? We're sitting at the office or at the library, whatever, for hours at a time, and then we walk home. We're exhausted. We haven't talked to anybody all day. We're massively in our head. And then we see a hot girl in, at the bus stop, in the metro, right? Or just on the street or wherever. And we're like, Jesus Christ, I don't know what to do. Like, I'm supposed to be social and fun and hold up a conversation. I haven't even opened my mouth in a couple hours, right? So what I do is I babysit myself. Many times I go on a phone call. I call my fucking friend, one of my best friends, just joke around with him for a minute or two. Now, just because I'm joking around with that person, it already kind of lowers the threshold. It kind of already eases me into a more social mood. And uh, I, I call this the golden phone call, right? And then it's a lot easier to, for me to talk to a girl. On top of that, what you can do is you can do, um, again, you can do something that is, that's uncomfortable for you, but that also warms you up. So what I like to do is I clap. I walk down the street and I clap. I randomly fucking clap my hands. You're going to think, oh my God, it's going to be weird. People are going to be staring. But it, you know, it's like, Jumping into cold water, once you're in, you notice it's not that bad. Or jumping off um, into a swimming pool, right, from, like, uh, the jumping tower or whatever it's called. In the beginning, you're, like, batshit scared, but in the end, you're, like, it's not that bad. It actually feels cool. And that way you ease yourself in into talking to an attractive girl that you see down on the street or in the bar. I mean, is that is that the concept of state, then, the, you know, like, how somebody, you know, yeah. Can you describe what state is and how it sort of plays in the interaction between you and the girl? It, it always does a little bit. I mean, you know, if if you're listening to this, um, you probably had it at least once in your life where you were quote unquote in state. Easiest thing to get in state is get drunk, right? Because you, you you lose your inhibitions, you're funnier, you stop thinking a lot because all that alcohol does it dumbs you down. But for example, I've had a, I used to be a musician. I used to play in like metal bands and stuff like that. When I really like a song, and uh, when I'm playing guitar, maybe on stage or maybe just at home, I get in state as well. It's just that feeling of everything flows, and you stop thinking about things. You just do it. You might notice that from like being in the gym, right? If you lift extremely heavy, on you, or you run, right? The runner's high. That's being in state. Now, the thing is, everybody can get good with girls when they're in state. When you're feeling like you're on top of the world, right, and you're not in your head, you can be kind of good with girls, no matter if you have technique or not, or whatever the hell it is. But um, I don't really like to talk about a lot of state, because 
Many times you won't be in state, right? And then many people have that excuse of like, oh, I'm not in state, which is the reason why I'm not going to talk to that girl, right? Fuck that. You don't need state. If you are in state, great. Good job. Take advantage of it. Go talk to a hot girl. If uh, you know how to get yourself in the state by being you know, self-amusing, listening to the proper music before you head out to the club or whatever, do that. But if you're not in state, fuck it. Who cares? You can still talk to the girl. So can you give some examples of what, what people could do? They want to go out and do something right now. Is there some challenges that you could maybe give them that, like three simple challenges apart from picking up the natural? Um, is it just go out and approach just the first girl they come to, or yeah, totally. is there something more productive? Uh, I mean, it's it seriously, dude, do something, okay? Because what we all do is we kind of live our lives on a day-to-day basis, and we're hoping that something's going to happen, right? That, like, I go home from my 9-to-5 job or whatever it is, I lock myself in, I go get a beer and I watch TV, and all of a sudden that beautiful 10 out of 10 girls knocking on my door. That's never going to fucking happen. Hollywood might tell you that, like, oh, you go to the library and you, you run into a girl and she drops her books and you help her pick up the books and then you hold icon. No, fuck, it's not going to fucking happen. You're a man, this is the 21st century, or you're a woman. You're an empowered woman. Go talk to people. Otherwise, you're never going to make it happen. Get off your ass. Do shit. You have a yoga class in the same building you live in, go check out yoga and meet those girls there. If you have a bar close by, you have friends that are always going out every Friday, but you don't join them because you're too lazy, go freaking join them. You can, look, people are always like, but I don't have the time, da 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 da. Dude, I run a freaking business while I'm doing that. Granted, my business includes talking to girls, but I still run a fucking business. And um, I can work hours a day. I can work, sometimes I work 17, 18 hours a day. I don't care. But what I do is when I go to the gym and on my way back, instead of going there with my sunglasses on and with my headphones in, I take off the sunglasses, I take out my headphones, and I go talk to the girl that's waiting on the traffic light to turn green next to me. I go chat her up, right? Um, If I see cool people, a hot girl, or just some freaking dude at the gym, instead of being there silently, seeing the same people every day of the week, I chat them up, right? That way I can make those people friends. I can become friends with those people at the gym. And, A, maybe if there's an attractive girl at the gym and I see her every freaking day, something can develop out of that, but I got to open my mouth and I got to start doing things. Go out. If you're going coming home from the grocery store, you see a hot girl, talk to her. Make it a rule for yourself. My rule is, and, again, you can have – you can – and. You can have a rule similar to that. You can have a similar number than my rule. Or you can half it. You can double it. I don't care. My rule is when I go back from the gym or I go back from the grocery store, I'm not going to enter my building until I've had at least talked to three girls. I don't need to get their number. I don't need to have sex with them. Sure, if that happens, great. But all I want to do is I want to keep that momentum rolling. I want to keep that momentum rolling. And I'm basically exposing myself to situations where great things can happen. Just on my way now, I, uh, when I came back from the gym a couple hours ago, I chatted up three girls. Two of them actually uh, said, hey, you're cool. Let's exchange numbers. And they invite me out to party. That way I can create something out of nothing. It's that easy. I don't, I don't know if I'm going to have sex with those girls or not, but I make things happen. And it tells my brain that, hey, if you get yourself into situations, if you get up your ass, epic things can happen. 
So I'm more inclined to talk to more girls and I'm more inclined to enjoy that. And that way I can build, start building my lifestyle that I eventually want to reach. So you've developed yourself to overcome that fear or flight mentality? Yeah, exactly. As you're just taking on. It, it, look, if you do something every fucking day, it doesn't bother you anymore. Like, you remember your first day of school, Ian? Yeah, like first day of school. Yeah, yeah, right? You're probably like, oh, all these people, I don't know them, da 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 da. It's uncomfortable, right? You're nervous when you enter the classroom. Dude, four years later, it's nothing. It's a no brainer for you. You walk in, no problem, because you've been doing it every fucking day, or, you know, most of the time excluding summer but the more you do something the more comfortable you'll get with something and the more comfortable you are the more you will be flowing with what you say the more witty you become the more attractive you'll become obviously there's a little more to that i'm oversimplifying but a get up your ass every day do a little bit every day and that thing will add up and you'll get better one of the big things i notice is the the need for people to have their phone there you know it's like the the electronic dummy they can't just leave it alone do you think things like that, online dating, um, social media, has that removed our abilities to talk to each other, to to actually just have the interaction? Totally. totally. Um, we're at the beginning of that, and I think it's gonna. I mean, social media is great. I fucking love social media. Like, I can reach out to friends and followers in so many different ways. You know, I have Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, whatever the hell it is. That's great. It connects people like crazy. But uh, it comes with a price, and that price is people being less social, right? If you go, uh, if you board a train, right? If you go on the metro, you see 99% of the people there um, looking down on their phones, right? Um, so people are more and more used to texting instead of calling, right? They're more and more used to calling instead of talking to people face-to-face. So, um, and you know, the less social interactions you have a day – the less you'll be able to uh, read facial expressions and read social cues. So there's definitely a danger in there. I think it's a great thing. I'm on Tinder, I'm on Bumble, and so on and so forth, but when am I on there? I'm on there um, when I'm laying in bed sick, right? Um, when I'm like just getting up and I'm too lazy to get up yet, I want to chill for 10 more minutes, that's where I'm on social media. I'm not on, um, I'm not on Tinder or Bumble when I'm out in a club when there's real girls that I can talk to right away, right? So you can the, – the, the basic gist of those, like, dating apps is do it as an addition but not um, – sorry, do it as an addition but not as a, as a replacement of real-life interactions. It's that easy. Because that was going to be part of my question was what's your take on online dating um, yeah, like I said, it's great, and I'll do it as an additional thing, but I would always do the uh, in-person approach. I would always prefer that over any uh, online dating thing because it's also more difficult, right? It's a lot more difficult than just hitting somebody up on the fucking dating app, uh, but it will go along with a lot more growth. If I copy-paste text 10 girls on Tinder, where did I grow? Where did I overcome my fear? Where did I learn more about social cues and interactions? Not at all. Right, so I definitely try to get in as much real life, in person things as possible. And to be honest, that shit gives me an edge. It's crazy. It gives me an edge over all these other fucking guys who barely ever talk to girls. And even if I end up meeting a girl that I met over Tinder originally, I swear to God, they all say the same. They all say like, Jesus, you're the first normal guy that I meet on Tinder. All the guys have all the balls. They're funny and witty over fucking text. Of course, because you can wait five minutes until you come up with something witty, 
right? But uh, mm-hmm. many times girls meet guys that are fun and cool over text. They meet them in person. They're fucking weird. I'm not saying those guys are dumb or they're less gifted than me. Hell, I'm like the least <laughs> gifted person in social interactions. Either. I learned it all myself. But um, they're just not used to it anymore because they're not used to hanging out with a real person anymore. Obviously, I'm massively oversimplifying, and there's more factors to play in that. But in general, go get yourself out there talk to real people because only then – your brain starts counting one and one together and learning more about social dynamics and social cues. I mean, a big part of the reasons for not approaching I hear is people say, I'm not good looking enough, I'm not as fit as that person, I'm not stylish. And anybody that's had these kind of, like, you know, looked at RSD, had these kind of interactions, knows that's BS. How, what would you say to somebody who's sitting listening going, it's easy for you to say you're poor, you know you're cool and yeah. popular, but I don't I don't look like that. I'm not the cool guy, or I'm not stylish enough. Look, what kind of how do you change have, somebody's mind? I, I have two different that? answers to that. I have a nice answer and I have a harsh answer. Okay, the nice answer. <laughs> I'll give you both. Okay, the the nice answer is look, I'm not perfect either. I'm not per- I've been both perfect in shape and totally out of shape. Right now, I'm totally out of shape. I'm fat. I'm <laughs> I legitimately got fat. I'm bulky because I still go to the gym, but I need to drop a lot of weight and need to burn a lot of fat. Um, I've had a six-pack as well, but none of that correlated with my success. Not at all. I'm not tall either. I'm 5'7". I'm 5'7", which is what, 172 centimeters, right? I'm not the tallest guy. In fact, whenever I do a free tour, I do a live seminar, I always ask people who is taller than 172 centimeters or 5'7". 90% of the guys are taller. And I always ask them, then why am I on stage and not you? The only difference is the following. And um, that is, by the way, the second answer, the harsher answer. You can do two things about your looks, okay? You can, number one, Keep crying about it, masturbating, going to sleep, and repeating that process like the last years you've probably been doing that already. Or you can take your looks, your height, your heritage for what it is. You take it for what it is, but you go to the gym, you get a fucking haircut, you try to dress a little nicer, and you go the fuck out and learn to build the life of your dreams. You can do both. Because I get so many guys commenting on my YouTube. Yeah, it's because you're popular, Max. It's because you're good looking, yada, yada, yada. Cool, bro. Okay. So apparently, you've chosen number one. Crying about it, jerking off, and then going to sleep. Keep doing that. Good luck. And there's other guys who might be less good looking than the guy who commented in the first place who might be short, who might be fatter, who might be older or younger, whatever the fuck it is. But those guys are like, dude, I have no choice. I'm not going to cry about it because crying is not going to get me any girls. I go out and take it for what it is. I make the best out of it for sure, but I go out and I create my own life. Because one thing, there's one thing that happens to you when you're only crying about it. You're not at the cause, you're at the effect. And you're crying about the effect. No matter what your height is, you never, no matter what your dick size is, I have below average dick, okay? I have a low average size dick. Who the fuck cares? The girl, I still bang more girls than any other guy, you know what I'm saying? Or many guys. 
And um, I've never gotten a complaint because I, I know technique. And really, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know like how to make the girl come with whatever, no matter my dick size. And um, I take it for what it is, and I go out and I take action. I am at the cause of things. I am at the cause. I'm not si- sitting at home crying about it that no girl likes me. No, I go out, I get rejected a couple times, and I meet a girl that does like me. Bam, that's it. Case closed. I mean, that's a perfect answer because that's the sort of things I hear. You know, it could be deadlifting a certain amount of weight in the gym or not getting a certain job or not whatever it is, is people automatically make that excuse in their head. And, you know, everybody's different. There's always going to be somebody better. There's always going to be somebody the same, somebody the worst. But there's always something unique about you that attracts, that is attractive to other people. And all you need to do is sort of polish yourself up a bit, like you're saying, go out and you will find people who are interested if you're social yeah, exactly. and fun and it drives me crazy when I hear it It's people immediately have this barrier of no I can't do it no, they're not interested in trying they're not interested in putting themselves out there or development Or that's why I started the Sick. podcast it, you know, it was easier to type than it is to come on and talk to somebody and ask stupid questions well I'm quite, I'm quite good at that <laughs> let's put it that way so say you've got somebody fired up just now. They're really excited. They want to get better yeah. with women. How, I don't like using some of these pickup terminology, but what, how if they're approaching a girl, what kind of keys are they looking for to see if the girl's interested in them? Is there certain signals? Is there a way to determine if it's going well, to go for the number, sure. that sort of thing? Um, there's an easy answer and a more in-depth answer to that. I'll give you both. The easy answer is the following. As long as the girl's still there, she likes you. Full stop. Because chances are that you live in a Western civilized country <laughs> where people have the freedom to walk away. Um, so if she doesn't like you, she will find an excuse, right? You might hurt shit like, oh, I got to go to the bathroom or, oh, I got to go meet my friends, whatever. Okay. Um, if that happens, cool. Wish her a good day. High five her, right? Take positive energy from that interaction. Take it to the next one. But as long as she's there listening to your crap, listening to your dumb jokes, you can be damn sure that she likes you. Because, look, there's extroverted women or extroverted people in general and introverted people. You know an extroverted girl? You could tell she's into you. She asks you questions. She tries to keep the conversation going and so on and so forth. That's great. But many times, and, dude, Young, attractive women are usually always more on the shyer side because um, they just don't know how to deal with things. And um, they will not give you that much feedback. They will just stand there and, truth be told, they will be in their head themselves. They'll be like, okay, this guy, he just um, talks to me. I don't know what to say, right? I'm a pretty girl. I don't want him to think I'm an idiot, yada, 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 yada. So she's a little in her head as well, and she's just – there or she's naturally introverted she's just not a talkative person especially to strangers now what 99 percent of the guys do is they give up they're like oh she's not doing anything she's not giving me anything to work with and they leave but what guys know that are more successful with women that are more advanced in the game if you will they know hey it just takes a little bit to warm them up this can take two minutes this can take two hours it doesn't matter but they stay with the girl. Again, if the girl leaves, they let her fucking leave. But until then, they stay there. They have a good time. <laughs> they do 99% of the talking. That's totally cool. But again, the biggest indicator of interest a girl can ever give you is she's still there. That's the easy answer. However, the more in-depth answer, 
Actually, that was kind of in-depth. <laughs> but you can still look out for certain signs, right? Now, the thing is, look, we men are dumb. We're fucking stupid when it gets to social interactions and reading social cues. We're, like, seriously, a girl would have to, like, undress herself in front of us and say, hey, you, I want to fuck you. And then it's a clear sign, right? Women are a lot more subtle than, than we. They operate on such a subtle level. They Many times after an unsuccessful date, I know that because I have a lot of female friends, they come back and they say th- shit like, um, oh, my God, I gave him all the signs that I like him or I met this guy and, and he didn't ask for my number. I gave him all the signs, but he didn't do anything, right? And then they think like, oh, he didn't like me or he didn't have the balls, yada, yada, yada. And if you would ask that guy – about those signs, he'd be like, wait, what? What kind of signs? I didn't see anything. So you got to see, look out for the subtleties. What are subtleties? Easiest subtlety, the girl tries to keep the conversation going. She asks you shit back, right? This could be anything. This doesn't have to be an epic question. This could be something um, mundane as like, so where are you from? Or do you come here often? It's usually something like that. Um, or she holds eye contact. She laughs at jokes that are not funny. Um, my easiest is, uh, she kind of like playfully boxes your shoulder when you make fun of her. That's a huge indicator of interest. She starts finding excuses to touch you, right? You like, you like, she dusts off your, your t-shirt or whatever the fuck it is. Um, my favorite one is that she crosses her legs, right? Many times when you talk to her on the street and she like kind of crosses her legs, that's basically like, okay, I'm not intending to keep going. I'm here, and I'm a little nervous myself. That's the usual body language sign. And um, she touches her hair. That is huge. Whenever you see, like, a girl touching her hair, like, trying to get it out of her face, she freaking likes you. And the more you talk to girls, the more you'll be able to pick up on those little subtleties. And, um, you know, when I go talk to a girl and um, I see that she's super into me, a guy who's more on the beginner side, he will have no idea. He's like, you just talked. And I'm like, no, I see this and that. I see that many times when I have a student talk to a girl, and he's like, she doesn't like me. And I'm like, dude, she fucking loves you. She gives you all those very subtle signs. You just can't read them yet, right? Which is something I teach in my uh, one-on-one coachings, but which is also something I teach with the natural. You basically, um, there's a whole chapter on that, how you can tell that a girl is interested. And you see like hidden camera infield footage of uh, like several dozens of signs that a girl can give me and how you can interpret those. So it's basically showing you the real life in camera example and then we break it down together so you're able to have your eyes open for that in the future when you talk to girls. I mean, that's what I've always said to people is don't let the biggest enemy be the one between your ears. You know, it's like get out your head, just go and speak to people, yeah. enjoy it. Meeting women's the same like the gym, like just do pretty much anything. It's a skill. You start getting better the more you do it. If you don't do it, how are you ever going to improve? How do you think meeting women, pick up RSD has changed oh, your Jesus. life for the better? I mean, you, you're listening to a girl, to a guy here that um, I had like one girlfriend and she was not really attractive <laughs> before I discovered game. I was massively insecure, socially awkward as fuck, shy, massively introverted, almost like socially incapable <laughs> of talking to people. Um, I was a little overweight. I was living unhealthy. I was happy. Sure. I was, you know, playing a lot of video games, smoking weed, drinking beer, listening to metal. Um, I do almost all these things now too, but I'm, uh, better in shape. I live a lot healthier. I know a lot more about myself. I've seen the fucking world. Sure. Because it's part of my job, but it's also because I learned how to do things. I learned to operate outside my comfort zone. I've done so many amazing things that 
dude, seriously, sometimes I wake up in the middle of the night, I'm just grateful. I'm seriously fucking grateful. I'm like, Jesus Christ, if I look back to the last four, five, six years of my life, I've done so much. And it still feels like I haven't done it because I still don't believe it. I've done so many great things that I would have otherwise never done. I've I've become friends with amazing people. I've uh, met amazingly beautiful women, amazingly cool, amazingly smart women. I've uh, had mind-blowing sex with you know a girl or with multiple girls at the same time. I've I've fallen in love. I've I've talked to strangers. I've met people that I would otherwise never met. I got invited to parties, to events. I went to events. Um, I got inspired by so many people, and I'm able to inspire people. I'm not only able to inspire people because it's my job, but I'm able to inspire people simply because I'm doing things a guy like me would have never done. You know what I mean? And um, I am I owe my life to this. I owe my life to the idea of pickup um, or whatever it is that made me do all these things. And a, a big thing that I always lived by was when I'm 80 years old and I'm about to die, I'm lying on my deathbed, there will be that moment where your entire life is going to rush in front of your face, right? And you're going to think, oh, shit, I should have done that. I should have talked to that girl. I should have said yes to that uh, uncomfortable opportunity. I should, I should, I should. And what always kept me driving was I never want to say I should. I should have. I never want to wonder what if. What would have happened if I had said yes? What would have happened if I had talked to that hot girl? I never want to wonder. I want to go in. I want to fucking find out. I probably got rejected more than anybody else, but I also got with more girls than everybody else. And at the end of the day, I can look myself in the mirror, and I'm not going to ask myself, what would have happened if I had talked to that stranger, to that hot girl that I saw in the grocery store? No, because I sure as hell did talk to her. And maybe we'll end up having sex. Maybe she will become the mother of my future children. Maybe not. Maybe she has a boyfriend. Who cares? But I can look myself in the mirror, and I don't have to wonder what if. Yeah, I think it was was it Gary Vaynerchuk who said the regret's the yeah. worst thing in the world, and he said he never wants to have anything. He'd rather fail miserably than never, you know, never okay. try. So, is there apart from the natural? Is there three pieces of content, videos, articles, or other things that you've done that you're most proud of that you would, you know, that you immediately say, oh, you've got to check out this video on this topic, this video uh, on that oh, topic. Seriously, I'm proud of everything. <laughs> I'm proud of every fucking video. Um, there's a lot of great freaking videos out there. If you just head over to YouTube, you type in RSD Max, um, I think the way YouTube works, it automatically spits out the most popular videos anyway. So hey, those are probably the easiest for people to get into this stuff, to just see if they like it or not. Type that shit in. Take a look at it. Hey, leave a comment. I usually try to reply to all those comments. If you're more of a Facebook kind of person, add me on Facebook, RZ Max. I'm trying to be everywhere. I'm seriously, like, I do this professionally so I can invest all my time, all my energy into that. And um, whatever you see being posted by me is really by me. Okay, if you see, like, some text being posted, this is not a, an assistant of mine or whatever. This is always 100% me. So check shit out. I'm massively proud of the natural, obviously, because nothing has been uh, – I've, I haven't invested in anything more than I have invested in the natural blood, sweat, tears, energy, you call it. Um, but hey, check out my YouTube, check out my Facebook, check out my Instagram, check my Snapchat, whatever it is. Uh, I'm absolutely proud of everything. This is my life, and um, I'm trying to do this uh, to the end of my days. I'm trying to inspire people. I'm trying to um, 
record everything I know, everything I do, every, all the cool things, not only because I want to inspire people, but also because I want to have it for me. I, I look back to the videos I recorded two years ago when I started. I look back to those and I think like, damn, was I dumb? <laughs> or I think, oh, damn, that was a cool place I visited. Those are cool girls I talked to. Those were interesting thoughts I had. Check them out. Uh, I'll always be happy if I can be a little part of your life or you become part of my life, you know, whatever. No, I mean, your content has been absolutely brilliant, and I just love the enthusiasm, and you can tell you've, you know, you really enjoy it, and it certainly works. Um, is there something from the natural, like a testimonial you've received, or a certain client you've worked with? Is there any, like, amazing transformations that, you know, you've been blown oh, away yeah. by? Um, tons, on tons. Um, I've met guys. Uh, I, there's so many. I can't. I literally can't think of one. But a random thing that just popped up in my head is there was this one guy. I think it was from Germany. He was really not the kind of guy that you would think is generally perceived as attractive. He's old. I think he's middle of his forties, uh, bald, and he was overweight. But he went to a uh, coaching of mine, and he later also got the natural. And this guy keeps hitting me up with uh, Facebook messages, and he sends me pictures of the girl he goes on a date with and of his girlfriends, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, those girls are hot, like, hot as fuck. They're like half his age, right? Some of them are older. Um, they're so attractive, and he's just like, I did it all because I watched your content and because I got the natural. That's fucking amazing. And, um, you know, I have other guys, too. I have young guys who are totally killing it, who are, like, starting to build their own business, who had their fair share of experiences with girls already. They're in their early 20s, right? It doesn't fucking matter. I have people who say, like, dude, uh, I met the girl of my dreams. I met her um, only because I had the balls because I watched your videos or whatever the fuck it is. So there's so many things. And, and to be honest, look, I, I'm really trying to give 120% at my job and it burns me out at some point and I have down times where I'm like tired like crazy and I want to take a day off or want to take a fucking month off but then random people hit me up and they say like hey I did this and that because of your content and they basically just want to say thank you I guess but what they actually do is they inspire me back and I end up doing more epic shit instead of just letting go right I end up doing uh, more work, talk to more girls, and getting myself in a cool situation than I wouldn't have otherwise. So we kind of together create this circle of inspiration. And we just push each other to do epic shit. And dude, it sounds cheesy as fuck, but I believe that's how you create a better world. You inspire people and they inspire you back. And together you're just in this epic upward spiral, right? And um, you do cool shit. Now, cynics might say, like, what do you mean? Like, all you do is you just fuck girls. Sure, it starts with that. Take a guy in his early 20s. He's going to say, oh, I just want to fuck girls, right? It starts with that. But a month in or two months in, you're going to realize, like, okay, this is just one part. I want to get to know people. I want to I wanna broaden my social circle. I want to learn more about health, about my mind, about meditation, about building business. I want to have it all because the fact is and the truth is you can have it all. Being rich, famous, good with girls, this is nothing that's just reserved for special people. Everybody can become like that. Arnold Schwarzenegger, okay, Austrian just like me, he was nothing. He was not a bodybuilder. He was not a famous movie star. He was not a politician. He was not a rich businessman. He was none of that things. He was a random stranger in the middle of the Austrian Alps. And he decided, hey, 
There is no difference. There's absolutely no difference between me and someone who has it already. There's no difference between me and a world-renowned bodybuilder. There's no difference between me and somebody who's rich, famous, or whatever the hell it is. We're all flesh and blood. We're all neuro, neurotical connections in our brain, whatever the fuck you call that. The only difference is that guy has started taking action a little earlier than me. So the key is go out, do shit, because you can make it happen. It's possible. Yeah, so the only difference between you and somebody who's successful is that they started. Exactly. They didn't stop. That's yeah. all. Well, you see these people climbing mountains with legs missing and using artificial limbs, ugly guys, if you want to call them that, getting very hot women. You know, there's nothing that stops you. Um, one of the big things about the site is I try to link in films and how characters expire Got people. It. Is there any films that you watch while you're growing up or you watch now that you think are great examples of guys who are good with women who other people can watch um, to learn a from? A big example that I always think of is Watch 300, King Leonidas. <laughs> He's somebody who lives for pushing others. He loves and respects his woman while at the same time being an absolute total badass. And it's based on a true story. Granted, it's over-exaggerated, but it's a great fucking movie. Watch 300. Um, <laughs> I love that movie. Um, other than that, um, fuck it. Don't believe in Hollywood. Don't believe Hitch, The Day Doctor. It's a fun movie, but fuck it. Go out. Go out much rather. Yeah, Hitch is an interesting one. It's like Will Smith only yeah. plays himself in every film Jesus. he's ever been in. Um, where's the favorite place you've ever visited? Jesus. Uh, girl-wise, Scandinavia, because the women there are very empowered. Um, they know what they want, and they're very, very attractive because I like blonde girls. And nature-wise, Austria, I'm massively happy to be born in uh, incredible nature. And uh, Hawaii, uh, that's amazing. City-wise, New York, totally blown away. I've never been to Asian cities, though, so it's probably going to change once I'm there. I think you'd love the Highlands of Scotland oh, dude, if you like I, nature. I totally, I'm totally planning to go, like maybe next year, um, rent a car and just drive through there. Um, definitely, definitely a good point you brought up there. Do you work out at the gym? Have you got a favorite exercise yes, or anything? Yes, I work out uh, four times a week. I take that massively, massively uh, serious. Uh, I've traveled the world. I've been in a new city every week for the last two years. I still manage to go to the gym between two and four times a week. Uh, I, I can say that with pride. Uh, favorite exercise? Deadlifts. I love it. Deadlifts are my favorite, without a shadow of a doubt. So who do you look for, um, to in your life as role um, models? Many people. I'm a big believer into uh, getting several role models. Pick out the things that uh, help help you in uh, different kinds of areas. Don't just like copy one 100%. Just have like different kind of mentors. Business-wise, Gary Vaynerchuk, hugely on top of that list. Um, Jesus, that's – not Jesus. I'm just like – that's just exclamation. <laughs> um, Gary Vaynerchuk <laughs> is huge. In terms of being present, um, Eckhart Tolle, um, I'm a big fan of him. Um, in terms of uh, getting in shape, uh, a good colleague of mine, he's, his name is Mario Tomic. Uh, he has a great fitness channel. He's actually helping me out right now. He's like kind of training me uh, over the internet. And um, in terms of giving love and um, being a really good person overall, I would say my parents. <laughs> um massively grateful for the way they brought me up and um for um supportive they are 
And uh, yeah, you know, ask me again in a year, it might be totally different. Um, I'll have different people, but that's uh, the people right now. I was just saying, thinking, make sure you say your parents. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> I mean, do you have a sister at all or anything like that? I mean, how did your mom react when you told her you were getting into um, this kind I of industry? I have a younger sister and an older brother. I'm the middle child. And, uh, you know, my mom as a woman and as a psychotherapist at the same time, she she obviously says, like, okay, yeah. my ex take care, you know. She's very liberal, got to say that. She's not like, no sex before marriage or anything. We don't have that. But she's like, you know, use condoms. Respect women. Don't break their hearts. Be careful of yourself. Don't get your heart broken. Um, but at the same time, uh, we talk a lot about a lot of really, really deep stuff whenever I'm at home about psychology and philosophy. And uh, she's mainly surprised that I know all these things without ever having studied uh, psychology or anything like that. She's always like, how do you know that? Like, I learned that at university. I'm like, well, I learned it through game. So it's actually cool because I can connect to my mom um, on a very deep level, or on an intellectual level. And, um, yeah, like I said, you know, she tells me to be careful and to not be a dick. While at the same time, she's also proud of myself because, you know, I'm 26 and uh, um, I've, I've, I've seen a lot already. I've traveled a lot and I've built a lot, I guess. And I guess that makes her proud. Oh, no, it's great to hear. Uh, I like how that you can interact better by meeting women. Yeah. That makes sense, you know, you can actually relate better to your parents. It's something, you know, I needed to start the podcast and challenge a lot of fears I had in that to actually learn how just to be a normal yeah. human being. If you could speak to all men right now, they're all listening, is there a piece of advice you would give, a general yeah, statement? Yeah, I would say the very moment this uh, podcast is over, close your laptop, take your phone back into your pocket and go out. Full stop. Yeah, seriously. Do don't dabble on the internet. The internet's great. It gives us a lot of information. It connects a lot of people. But stop dabbling. Do shit. You can do it. You, you seriously, you can do it. I'm the best proof for that. I never thought I would do anything with my life. And um, I live a very happy life right now. And, and I want you to have that too. And why should we uh, buy the natural? Yeah, you this don't have to. <laughs> it's a great thing. Um, pers- <laughs> it, it is the most popular uh, dating product out there on the market right now. The most popular uh, within RSD, and uh, I'm massively proud of it. You can do it all by yourself, definitely. It's not like this is the only way, right? You can do it all by yourself, but if you want to have somebody who takes you by the hand, who guides you through the right reference experiences, if you want to maximize your time, maximize your energy, and get results right fucking now, not in a year from now, but right fucking now, you can go check it out. Becomingthenatural.com. That's the URL. Becomingthenatural.com. Go check it out. I'm massively proud of it. You have uh, a lot of hidden camera infield footage. There's, I think, over 11 and a half hours of infield footage in there. And um, if you want to have an idiot like me help you out, go ahead and try it. <laughs> well, it's certainly a brilliant product. You've been a great help to me. Your material is fantastic, and I can only wish you the utmost success with it. You're a, you seem a lovely guy, very inspiring, and it's you're just normal <laughs> when when it comes to pickup. There are certainly some people who need the fakery and that, and you just come across as just having a great life, and you're teaching other people how to get better with themselves. And I think that's a great way of doing it. So if somebody wants to keep in touch with you, you know, um, could you just go back through your social media links, the website again? I'll put all the details in 
onto the post as well. But if you can just reiterate definitely, how somebody definitely. can it's follow you. RSD Max, right? RSD stands for Real Social Dynamics. RSD Max. Type that on YouTube. Type that on Snapchat. Type that in my Instagram. Uh, type that on my Facebook. It's the same everywhere. I'm just obviously trying to keep it as simple as possible. So check it out. And uh, again, becomingthenatural.com is the URL for my epic online course. That's it for another week. Thanks for listening. Absorb it. Practice it. Use it. Until next time, keep trying to hit that next level in your life.